This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome on in, everybody. 2023 Tuesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We have missed you, all of you across this great land now for many days. Clay and I are both back with you now from our respective vacations, and we have a ton to get to. We are... Looking forward to breaking it all down for you today here on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We will dive into this situation in Congress right now, underway as we speak, getting new sound bites and new updates. Will Kevin McCarthy be the next Speaker of the House, or will something else happen? This is what is at the uh, the top of the political agenda right now. Uh, we also, uh, Clay is going to break down what happened last night, a really uh, gut-wrenching scene from Sun, uh, from Monday Night Football uh, involving a player who is still in critical condition and uh, what's going on around that. A lot of the discussions, obviously a lot of prayers up for that individual and his family. Uh, we have the promise later on, at some point, Clay, not yet disclosed, of the Fauci Twitter files, which I know you and I are excited about, because there's a lot going on, despite Fauci stepping down from the eons he spent as the highest paid, I like to remind everybody of this, the highest paid federal government employee. There are millions of employees of the federal government. Fauci was the most highly paid. It's not because he was... Such an awesome guy who was right so much of the time. We can be certain about that one. Um, but there are masks returning in a lot of places. There's new information coming out about the latest boosters, vaccines, etc. We will break that all down for you. Uh, Clay, let, let's let's jump into this one because this had been building for a while. We knew this was going to happen. We had Kevin McCarthy on the show before the uh, Christmas uh, and New Year's holiday um, or the holiday season. And he he was making the case pretty clearly on this show, if not me, then whom? 
which I think that there there are a few different layers, a few different points to keep in mind here, right? There's the what is the goal of this? There is, in my mind at least, you know, a little bit of shoving, a little bit of elbowing with a new Congress after a disappointing midterm election cycle. And I'm sure you saw there were there were breakdowns of exactly it, additional breakdowns of why the polls were off the way that they were and why everybody was expecting a different result looking at the polls, but the conversation we can get into later. And then there's the outside chance that this thing, I mean, the 118th Congress with a number of GOP holdouts could, for the first time since 1923, go into multiple ballots many times over. This would only have occurred, I think, a total of... uh 14 times in our nation's history, 13 of those times happened before the Civil War. So it's been a while. Uh, Clay, are you concerned at all that this could backfire? People are saying, oh, my gosh, what if we ended up with a Democrat as Speaker of the House because of this infighting? Or is this good? You got to throw some elbows. You got to get the locker room a little bit uh, on their on their toes. This I don't know the answer to whether this is good or bad. Um, it's messy. And I think in general, there's a belief that things that are messy are bad. But sometimes that's not true, right? Uh, sometimes a fight is necessary in order to get things clarified. And so what what would be the absolute worst case scenario is somehow Republicans so bungle this that Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat majority leader right now, ended up as the speaker. I find the chances I, I I buck I find it inconceivable that Republicans could be so incompetent that they could blow their majority and end up with a uh, with a sort of uh, some sort of middle ground where you end up with Hakeem Jeffries as the speaker. So I don't foresee that being possible. But I am concerned that the longer this continues, the more of a mess it might end up being. And if that were to occur, that it just makes the Republican Party look even more incompetent. There's a lot of anger, I think, out there over the 2022 midterms. And what exactly the message was and why we only won the House and did not win the Senate. And that, I think is undergirding much of this uh, discord that right now exists in the House. I think that, it, that that's that's why when people are asking me, they're saying, well, what do you think of this? And it's uh, isn't it the, the, the Zen master, right? This is also, remember in uh, Charlie Wilson's War? Yeah. You know, he gets the horse and, you know, then he breaks his leg. And is this a good thing? Oh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Is this sensible politics? Uh, is this a good idea for the GOP right now? If it puts Speaker uh, would be Speaker McCarthy on notice that the uh, the Freedom Caucus has some expectations that the machinery will change a little bit, I think that could be useful down the line. I also don't want to overpromise and underdeliver here for any of us with what can really happen. The Democrats have the Senate, the Democrats have the presidency, not changing for two years. The best they can do is stand athwart the craziness and. Speak to the American people about what a positive agenda would look like, right? Well, Clay, well, what are what are they going to give everybody? What are they going to do if power is given back to them in 2024? So obviously all roads now for the Republicans lead to that decision. 
There are limitations. I know they're going to they're going to do a lot of investigations. Some of it, I think, is important because it's ongoing issue. Right. For example, uh, the covid vaccine issue, which we'll talk about a lot today. Uh, Looking into that is important. Uh, It's important because. I don't even know what booster we're supposed to be getting now. If we're, you know, and I don't even know, Buck. We've talked about this kind of made jokes. I never got a shot. So if I let's presume that suddenly Dr. Fauci took control of my mind, like Jedi style, would I be supposed to go get five shots? Like, would I have to spend the next six months like spacing these shots out, or could I just jump straight to the bivalent or whatever it is, Omicron? Because there's no reason to get an alpha, you know, shot at all, right? Fauci would tell you, Clay, you have two arms, one for each series of three inoculations against COVID. This is what, no, I mean, it, it makes no sense. None of this is adding up anymore, but it, it is remarkable. I think there, the media is a little quieter um, about, well, let's dive into some of that COVID stuff a little bit later because uh, it, we, we've been shooting messages back and forth, masks. The the Wall Street Journal mass making comeback. The Wall Street Journal asking the question, is it possible that there is a selection process being made naturally by the virus in response to the the very rapid pace of booster and you know vaccine than booster? I agree with you. Calling this a vaccine is we don't call it a flu vaccine. That's it's ridiculous. And I do think the language needs to change on that. But bring it, bring us back to uh, to the McCarthy fight for a second. I mean, here is Lauren Boebert, who won a a pretty stunning victory, given that she was counted counted out um, early on in the vote counting process. Here is Lauren Boebert telling everybody that she she's not voting for McCarthy, and she's not the only one, and this thing could go to a whole bunch of votes. Play it. The deal was rejected, and as it stands, I will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy. So so she's not alone there, Clay. You know, Matt Gates also coming out and saying that you don't drain the swamp by filling the swamp, something along those lines. Um, I, I un- Again, I understand the anger, although let's keep in mind, Republicans did win the House, right? So let's not create a situation where the one thing that really other – there's Florida, there's the GOP House, and there's a handful of other things that went right. And let's not give away the things that went right because we didn't get all the things we wanted. Yeah, and I think also it's important to remember a lot of this is still negotiation. And let's play cut one because Kevin McCarthy said, hey, Matt Gates said he'd be okay with Akeem Jeffries, who is the Democrat majority leader, becoming speaker. Uh, let's listen to that, but let's also keep in mind that that is something you say, I think, that you don't actually mean, right? I don't believe that Matt Gates legitimately believes that or means that. I really don't. But let's listen to this. Cut one. Last night I was presented the only way to have 218 votes. If I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels, to take over the church committee, to have certain budgets. And they even came to the position where one, Matt Gates said, I don't care if we go to plurality and we elect Hakeem Jeffries and it hurts the new frontline members not to get reelected. Well, that's not about America. And I will always fight to put the American people first, not a few individuals that want something for themselves. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country. And that's fine with me. You know, Clay, they'd be in a stronger position here. And you you and I know and like some of the, the members who are involved here, you know, like, like them on a personal level. Uh, Anna Paulina Luna, new member from 
uh, from Florida, who was one of the nine who signed the letter saying, look, we're, we're not just going forward with McCarthy here. There's negotiation to be had. We know Lauren Boebert. And there's, a, there's obviously a, a handful of others, um, actually more than a handful of others, who have a problem with McCarthy at this phase. Steve Scalise, for example, he would be the alternative to McCarthy, right? Are, are you getting a different outcome, really, from Steve Scalise being the Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy? I, I think the answer is no. And if you go then to Stefanik, she's certainly more liberal. You know, she's more more Democrat-leaning on a bunch of issues than either McCarthy or Scalise. So, you know, you, you got to have a plan, right? If, if you're going to charge the hill, so to speak, well, that kind of makes sense in a number of ways here. But you got to have a plan. You don't want to just get uh, get pushed right down. So I'm not really clear on what they think they can accomplish other than the messaging and maybe some concessions. But it looks like those concessions from McCarthy just aren't he's not going to sign on to anything that artificially constrains him as speaker. Right. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. And, and I think that's where most people out there are sitting around. This to me feels like feels like a lot of the uh, negotiations when you're like, hey, are we going to raise the debt ceiling? Yeah, eventually the debt ceiling is going to get raised, right? You might shut down the government for a week or 10 days, maybe, but it's not like it's not going to get resolved at some point. That's where I come around on this, and and I think your point is well taken here. For the average person out there listening to us, what is the practical difference between Kevin McCarthy in the Speaker's chair and between, let's say, Steve Scalise in the Speaker's chair? I know it matters a great deal to those individuals, but in terms of their practical ability to get things done, Buck, I don't, I don't think it changes anything because we have to keep in mind, basically the House of Representatives exists now as a, uh, as, as, as just a roadblock. A That's break on the do. crazy. They're That's just right. the brakes on the crazy train. They don't get to direct where the train goes. They don't get to control where the train stops. They just get to be a roadblock. And is there very much difference in McCarthy as a roadblock or Scalise as a roadblock? Based on what I have seen, the answer is no. Maybe we're we're missing something. We've reached out to some of those nine that are saying, hey, we're not going to vote for McCarthy. They have an open forum to come on this program and explain to us what we are missing. They are in the middle of this battle right now. Uh, But right now, I don't see as being a tangibly massive difference between the two. Haven't heard from any of you, our friends, all across the country. So 800-282-2882, if you got some passionate thoughts on this battle for the speaker's gavel, that kind of rhymed, uh, please do call us, and uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you later on in this hour. A lot more coming up here on COVID, and, and also uh, Matt, Matt Gates. we mentioned him. He's got a soundbite out right now on Benghazi and oversight and, oh, my. These uh these members of the house they're they're pushing they're pushing each other a bit. It's interesting to watch this play out. But you know if one of your goals this year is to do business with companies that share your values, you got to hop on the Pure Talk train. Pure Talk is my cell phone company and it is the antidote to woke wireless. They're proudly veteran owned. They employ a US-based customer service team and refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. Their phone service is amazing, too. Pure Talk's coverage is on one of the largest networks in the country. You're going to get blazing fast data talk and text for just $30 a month. That's probably half of what you're paying at Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Keep your phone, keep your number, switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, 
Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it. If you're not completely happy with Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. So grab your cell phone and dial these four digits, pound 250. Say Clay and Buck, and you'll be connected to the Pure Talk customer service team. Save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Speaking truth and having fun. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on Prize Picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. 
GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. As we await word on the official House decisions, which are underway right now, one bit of positive news, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has uh, been inaugurated for a second term as the governor of Florida, and I believe we have a cut from that address, which he just gave. Here it is. Freedom lives here in our great sunshine state of Florida. It lives in the courage of those who patrol the streets and who keep our communities safe. It lives in the industry of those who work long hours to earn a living and raise their families. It lives in the dedication of those who teach our children. It lives in the determination of those who grow our food. It lives in the wisdom of our senior citizens. It lives in the dreams of the historic number of families who have moved from states across this country because they saw Florida as the land of liberty and the land of sanity. All right, you're in Tallahassee right now, Buck. I'm going to come down a little bit later. One of the celebratory events, as you mentioned, of the 2022 election was Florida officially turning into a red state. Many different pickups uh, that took place in the House all over the state. Republicans won by margins of 18 to 21. Interestingly, Kathy Hochul now starting to realize that a lot of New Yorkers may have bailed on her state, but you and I uh, planning on being there at the celebration tonight in Florida, which is uh, one that I do think we should enjoy because it's pretty seismic. If you had said eight years ago Florida is no longer a toss-up state, people would have said you were crazy. Clay, not only did Florida go red in a big way, and it is obviously because of the governorship of Ron DeSantis starting in 2018, uh, Miami-Dade. I mean, you, yep. you look at Miami, it it went red. Uh, you, so the biggest city in the state, I mean, that is a seismic shock to the state Democrat Party. That's something that uh, is, is really hard for them to, to shake off. And I think that you're just going to see a, continu- a continued consolidation because you got to remember, now you have Ron DeSantis as governor of Florida um, with a supermajority in the state legislature. So think about what he was doing and what he managed to do with a a much more narrow majority and also, let's be honest, a narrow win in 2018. Now he has as clear a mandate as the people of the state of Florida could have given in a reelection effort. And I think you're going to see constitutional carry come to the state of Florida. I think you're going to see more slashing of unnecessary regulation, bringing down costs. They already brought down the toll costs here. A lot of really good stuff. Republican governors, take note. There is a way, my friends, the Florida blueprint. Our friends over at MyPillow are thrilled to see your reaction to the reintroduction of their incredibly popular My Slippers. These are the most comfortable slippers you will find on the market, period. When Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team decided to reintroduce their most popular footwear product, They came back strong with a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. If you have a pair already, stock up with a new pair in a new color. If you've held off until now, this is the time with a great sale price. When you use our names as the promo code Clay and Buck, you will save $90 per pair. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you're not going to find in any other slipper. That makes these slippers ultra comfortable, so durable as well. My pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. 
Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, save $90 on the original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. Enter promo code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269. On the front lines of truth. Buck going strong here in 2023, kicking it off, and excited to be with all of you as we're figuring we're figuring out right now what exactly is going on here with this 118th Congress with these Republican. Uh, they're they're I think pretty understandably being referred to as the holdouts because there's not that many of them, but there's enough of them that they could throw this into some degree of disarray and look brinksmanship brinksmanship the thing about it is that if it goes awry you don't look very clever and if you do it just the right way it can be seen as as statecraft it can be seen as a high stakes negotiation but the thing about playing a game of chicken i'm going to start mixing analogies here or metaphors or both um is if one of you doesn't pull off the road, you end up in a wreck. And uh, we got to see where this is supposed to head. I am not entirely, um, well, I would put it this way, Clay. I'm not certain that all of the members are certain who are involved in this exactly what an acceptable end state is to them. We all know a totally unacceptable end state, I think everybody on the right understands, is that you have anyone other than a Republican who is going to be Speaker of the House? Absent a an alternative, a realistic alternative who can get the votes, where is all this going? Now, Matt Gates, who has been uh, fiery on this issue, he's out there saying that he this is about oversight, and I I think there's this uh, this notion, this case being made, this is about shaping the way oversight and the way hearings will be done in this 118th congress uh by the house here is gates who's bringing up the benghazi issue play 25 please we were threatened by my committee uh chairman to be on the armed services committee mr rogers that if we did not vote for mr mccarthy we would be removed from committees our position is that if kevin mccarthy is the speaker of the house and we don't have an ability to ensure that there is uh, oomph behind the agenda and energy behind our oversight that the committee assignments don't mean that much anyway. I'm not here to participate in some puppet show where we pass a bunch of messaging bills, send them to the Senate, watch them die, fail to use leverage, and don't hold the Biden administration accountable. I don't want to relive the Benghazi experience where it's just theater pretending okay. to be oversight. A, a few things. Um, the Benghazi hearings, unfortunately, did not achieve what they sought out to achieve, and that was clear early on. And I said it, and people got mad at me, and it was true. That as soon as Barack Obama won re-election back in 2012, this notion, I mean, it launched a few cable news careers, but it was not actually meaningful oversight, and there was no accountability had for Benghazi whatsoever. That's just, that's just a recitation of the reality of that situation, right? That's what came of it. But, okay, so what does that mean now? Gates is saying, Clay, that he doesn't want it to be hollow and just measures. But there are limitations to what Republicans can do in just the House. They don't have unified government. And beyond that, why aren't we hearing 
that they will eventually vote for a Republican and make sure there is no chance that after multiple ballots you would get a Democrat in the Speaker of the House chair, uh, because then I think they, re- I think everyone realizes, well, they've kind of said where this all goes, which means do they really even have any leverage in the first place? Do you, do you know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they need to establish for everybody that they're not willing to blow this whole thing up. But the problem with being a person who's threatening to blow everything up is the moment you say you won't do it, nobody listens to you. Yeah, that's the, that's why it's, I don't buy it as a real negotiation strategy. I mean, I understand it. I understand why your your analogy of like two cars that are playing chicken, the one who pulls at the last minute wins, but if neither pulls, then everybody dies. Like that's not you know a, a suicide pact is not a to me a, a a victory in some way. And here's what I would say: Jim Jordan has come on this show for a long time. Jim Jordan. Uh, wants Kevin McCarthy to be speaker. Donald Trump wants Kevin McCarthy to be speaker. Donald Trump Jr. just went on Twitter and said basically a strategy that presupposes a Democrat might win is not a strategy. And I understand anger. Certainly. There are a lot of angry people out there. But anger isn't always a viable strategy. At some point, anger has to give way to practicality. So I don't know exactly how this is going to go, but the analogy I used earlier is, I think, an accurate one, where for your average person out there, a Republican is going to end up in the speaker chair. And I don't think, Buck, your life or my life or anyone else's life out there is going to be fundamentally altered by who's in the speaker chair because... We don't have the House. I mean, we have the House, but we don't have the Senate, and we don't have the White House. So this idea that you're going to be able to do things other than roadblock. Now, there are a lot of things I want him to do. I want him to do a hearing on the origins of COVID, Buck, I want to, and, and all of our government's response. I think we need a massive investigation into big tech, big media, and big government collusion as it pertains to our current environment. But those things are just about setting the table and telling the story. They aren't about implementing legislation because we can't do that yet. And I understand that there is a lot of frustration out there right now because of the massive omnibus that was passed. Now, you were handling this, Clay, you know, usually the week the week before, the days yeah, before right. Christmas. You don't get something done like that by, by a, a lame duck Congress. But sure enough, they rammed through that massive spending bill. And there are people who are asking the question, understandably, what's the point uh, if, if everything just if Republicans can't even be a roadblock? I understand that. And there is frustration around that rooted in what we've all seen. But we also need to not just seed the seed the battlefield to the other side. Uh, there, there's no way that we can take our ball and go home with it. There's no way that we can avoid engaging uh, with the realities of the Congress as it currently stands. And I don't think that there's I don't, I don't think you're going to see Chip Roy. I don't think you're going to see any of these other uh, members of Congress as as House Speaker. So ultimately, if the message has been heard, what is left to do here other than go forward with McCarthy? And I, I ask that question in all honesty. I think there are some people who are very frustrated by it, um, but I haven't gotten a really satisfactory answer to it. And I'm just going to – the notion – it's almost hard to say out loud, right? But the notion that after Republicans win a House majority, they could hand the Speaker's gavel to the Democrats, 
at that point, when we get emails saying, what's the point of voting Republican? I'm not I don't even know if there's a response. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, no, uh, I mean, and, and, and that I think is the concern that you're painting yourself into a corner where the result actually blows up your own party and hands victory to the Democrats. Maybe the only thing you can say at this point, Buck, is that Republicans could get this incompetent is evidence of what we really need, which is a game plan that actually benefits everyone in the party, right? Right. And the only thing that could benefit everybody in the party is uh, cutting taxes, increasing economic output, being the party of responsible, sane adults that lifts the standard of living for everyone. And in the meantime, all this behind-the-scenes battle over who's speaker. I mean, what percentage, Buck, here's a good question for you. What percentage of Americans can even name who the speaker of the House is? Right. It's 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 ninety nine point nine percent of this audience, uh, and it is I don't know twenty percent twenty percent of America yeah. overall. I I would say twenty or thirty, maybe max. Uh that could name the maybe, they might of the know house. Nancy Pelosi because she's been there a long time. Fifteen or twenty percent at most are gonna know whoever the Republican speaker of the House but, is. Right? You know, I, I think there's also part of this is is uh dealing with is a processing of the frustration that we had in the midterms that we suffered through, uh, because look, we, we didn't get enough to do all that we want to do. We didn't win a majority in the Senate, and we didn't win a big enough majority in the House, and that means, as we all know, elections have consequences. And uh, so, I, I think at some level, this is the way that the the system is processing this right now and people are dealing with this including members of the freedom caucus who are particularly um, annoyed at the reality which is that you're gonna have a house here that there's gonna be a lot of wheeling and dealing there's got to be negotiation there's gonna be you know you didn't get the sweeping victory you need even on the house side i think um, to get everything that you want and and to have the kind of trajectory of the Republican majority that you would want. It's just it's reality, man. We got to face what we have. You know, you you know, the Rumsfeld quote that people always say you go to war with the army you have. Well, we're doing politics with the congressional majority we have. And it's not great right now. McCarthy just said as he walked into the chamber, there are members who want something they can't get. Um and there were boos in the chamber just now, Buck, when McCarthy was nominated for speaker. So we will follow this uh, drama as the show progresses throughout today and maybe even into tomorrow if this doesn't end up uh, with his uh, selection as the speaker. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to tell you, uh, if you own a business and have for the last several years, IRS program can benefit you. If your business has five or more employees made it through COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Now, this is significant. Not a loan, no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. How do you get your business this refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. Their tax attorney specialist little-known payroll tax refund program. They do all the work, no charges up front, just share a percentage of the cash they get back with you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Team at GetRefunds.com already returned over a billion dollars to businesses. They can help you as well. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions. Payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. 
Go to GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. That's GetRefunds.com. Get to know the guys outside the issues. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Uh, Let's go to some of your calls here. A lot of you wanting to react to the speaker battle that is currently underway on the House floor. 
Uh, Mark in San Antonio. We should mention, Buck, that one possible resolution to this process is that you could end up with someone being selected who is not a member of Congress. That is possible. You could have a speaker come in from outside of Congress. Yes. Clay, you're very busy with this show. Let's not get crazy <laughs> here. All right. The draft Clay Travis movement into Speaker of the House. Everyone out there, settle down. Can't have it. Uh, the, the, uh, yes, the, I, I would, I would respectfully decline. Um, the other thing out there that's worth understanding is that to me is quite fanciful because the job of the speaker is very procedural. There is a great deal of, uh, detail involved in managing the House of Representatives calendar and everything else. So, you typically need someone who's very plugged into the party apparatus to be able to do this job. But there are people who want to draft someone from outside of the House right now. Mark in San Antonio's got an idea, Buck. You bet. Um, actually, we're looking for an alternative to to uh, McCarthy. I think legitimately that the bulk of the conservatives and, and your listening audience would love to see DeSantis step in a speaker if if he was willing to and and um, if he could rally the support behind him because frankly we have an opportunity to rock the boat I think that would absolutely rock the boat and it would it would coalesce a lot of conservative support behind somebody that we all seem to be uh, we believe is really the the standard bearer for the conservative movement right now Thank you very much for this. And I'll just say I'm in Tallahassee right now and going to be celebrating with uh, the the greater DeSantis world, the uh, inauguration of after the reelection of uh, the person who I would argue is clearly the best governor in America. I don't even say the best Republican governor in America. I mean, I think that's a given, but the best governor in America. Yeah. Based on results and based on how people move with their feet, right? It's like we always say, don't listen to the climate change alarmists in the media and you know, in Hollywood because they're all buying their Malibu beach houses. What do they really do with their money? How do they really operate in their day-to-day? Look at how the people of America are responding to what's going on in Florida. They are flocking here in numbers. I don't even know if we've ever seen numbers like this before, hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Problem, though, with what was just uh, raised, and an interesting idea, and I understand where our, our esteemed caller is coming from with it, Clay, there's only so much to Ron DeSantis to go around, right? I mean, he's got he's governor of Florida. Obviously, people are talking about him a lot for 2024 as a possible presidential contender. Um, I, I think that, first of all, he probably he'd like being governor more than he'd like being speaker. And the people of Florida don't want to give him up. So I don't think he's going anywhere. I think that's pretty clear. I think he can accomplish way more as governor than he could as speaker. Candidly, I mean, again, we're not talking about a Republican-controlled Congress, and we're certainly not co- talking about a Republican in the White House. So there's, you know, this is why that's going to get signed. This is why I think it's so. We always are, are honest with everybody about what I think expectations, what we think expectations should be, and are what how this is likely to play out. Uh, and when you have a a very narrow congressional majority, which Republicans have, I mean, what, what are the things that can happen here? Oversight and spending. Oversight is largely messaging because I'm just going to say it. We don't have the you know what's to start subpoenaing Democrats. Republicans just won't do it because there'll be there'll be articles written in some of the old standard journals about how, oh, that's not how we do things. And, you know, it's just not going to happen. 
Our side won't play as rough as their side. And I hate to say it, but if anyone disagrees with me, let me know what evidence you have for that one. So on the oversight side, you know, there are limitations. And then it's on spending. And, Clay, our side likes to spend money, too. Yeah, there'll be people in the Freedom Caucus, and, you know, there'll be the, obviously Rand Paul's in the Senate, but there'll be people that'll take principled stands against overspending, take a stand against sending another $100 billion to Ukraine, whatever it may be. But you're not going to... You're not going to see enough people take that stand to prevent the spending because look what just happened with the omnibus, right? So th- th- there's not that much that comes from this one way or the other. Is really, what I understand I think. why people also are of the opinion. I don't really care who speaker is, uh, and they're saying that because hey, 18 Republican senators just cut the legs out of whoever the speaker is because they voted for the 1.7 trillion dollar omnibus before we even had the opportunity to take over the house. And so they can't even really do anything, Buck, until we get to September of this year when the new resolutions begin. And we will follow this, and maybe we're going to get at the last minute an acceptance of Kevin McCarthy. If not, it's Steve Scalise. And would they really go outside otherwise? I don't even know who the contenders would be outside of the House right now. Now, look, I think this ends up with Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. And if it doesn't, we got a problem on our hands because things have gone really awry because I don't see what the third way is here. I don't see it, but could be wrong. Could be wrong. Uh, Clay, I do hear that there are masks in a whole bunch of places now mandated in schools again. Have they been asleep for the last two and a half years or so? Yes, and we need to talk about exactly what the Wall Street Journal put out today because the COVID vaccine, it ain't actually a vaccine at all. We'll tell you about it next. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.